Today's Shir in Yushami Sanhedrin is dedicated to the memory of Pesach Gershon, Ben Yisrael Fish, Olive Shalom, and for a Rufuwa Shalema, for Yosef Yisrael, Ben Zelda, Besoich Shar, Choyle Yisrael. We are beginning in the Ozvahara edition on Davchov Dalit Amid Beis, nine lines from the bottom of the Amid with the Mishnah Halacha Yud. In the Vilna edition, it is on Daf Yutes Amid Beis. Begins the Mishnah. If the Dayanim finished debating the matter and they came to a Psak Din, we'll see in the Korbanator that he learns they would bring back the litigants because the litigants were sent out of the room while the Dayanim were debating the matter so that they should not know which Dayanim are saying innocent, which Dayanim are saying guilty. Let us see the Korbanator inside. Four lines from the bottom of the Amid, Divri Amasil, Hoyu Machnis Noisan. Who's the Oisan? Them. Labali Din, and they would bring the litigants back. Shalaakr Shashamu Tain Noisam, after they heard the claims of each side, Hoyu Maitsi Noisan Lechutz, they would bring both litigants outside. Kedei Sheyisu Viyitnu Badavar, so that there would be a debate amongst the judges in this matter. Velo Yishmu Bali Adina, Mimachai Vimimazaka. And the litigants would not hear which of the Dayanim said he's guilty and which of the Dayanim said he is innocent. Now, there's a very difficult question here, which I don't have the answer to. And if anybody has the answer, please email me at grossman at ou.org. If you look at the top Corbin Ada, he seems clearly to be so himself, contradict himself. Divriya Maskal Kahadah. In the Gemara that we learned in the last year, Masnison, our Mishnah that we just learned here, Halacha Yud, the Snan, Gomru Esadavar, they finished the matter, Machnison, my son, they would bring them in. Laman, says the Carbonator, who are we talking about? Elaim, Labali, Adinin, if they're talking about the litigants, Hasim Kaimi, they're sitting there. El, Laedim, it must mean that they bring back the Adim into the Bezdin. So So we see from this Mishnah that both Adam have to be in Bezdin. And we learned the Machlokis on the top of the Yomad between the Tanakhama and Rab Nassim. The Tanakhama said, They both have to come together and then testify. Rab Nassim, that we listen to the first one first, and then whenever the second one comes, we listen to him. So the Korban Eida concludes, Asya Masnis and Ketana Kama de So our Mishnah here of Gomru is Hadover, Hoya Machnis and son. according to the Korban Eida, it means, in the top Korban Eida, it means that we bring them, the Adim, in. So they both have to be there at the same time. So from our Mishnah, we see that it's going according to the Tanakhama of Rav Nassim, that ain't Shoyman, Mina Eidim, Elam Kain, Bosh, Neim Ka'achas. So this Karbonada is totally contradicting the Karbonada at the bottom of the Yomit. This one says that the litigants are already there. The Karbonada at the bottom says, no, we bring them in. They're not supposed to be there yet because they're not supposed to hear who is Mechayim and who is Mezakeh. And who is brought in according to the top Korbanate, it's the Adam. According to the bottom Korbanate, it's the litigants. So this seems to be a contradiction. Anyone who has an answer, again, please email me at grossman 
at ou.org. Continues the Mishnah. Gadol Shabbat and Aimer, the greatest Talmud Chacham there, the Gadol Shabbat says he's the one who announces the verdict. Ish Zakai, you are, this person is uh, innocent. He's the winner of the case. Ish the other person, Atachayev, you are obligated to pay the other person. You are found guilty. So this Gadol Shabbat that he's the one who declares the Psak, says the Korbanet is outquited. That's an honor for the Rosh Bezdin. It's not like we learned in a mission in Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Bezdin, Oymer Mekudish. When it comes to Kiddush HaKadosh, it is the Rosh Bezdin who we give the honor that he should say that the new month is Mekudish. The same thing over here. It's the Gadol Shabbat who announces the verdict. Continues the Mishnah. How do we know that when they come out after the Psak Din, that the Dayan who said Zakai against the other two who said Chayiv, that he shouldn't go over to the litigant who was found Chayiv and say to him, I was Mesakiyu, but my friends in the Bezdin, they were Mesakiyu. It was two against one, so I lost the case for you. And what should I do? They, they were a majority. So really, he's a gossip monger here. He's saying gossip, as we call it, Rechilus. On this, it is said, the Pasuk and Mishlei, Hoylech Rachel, one who goes and is a gossip monger, Megalisod, he reveals secrets. He reveals to the Baldin, to the litigant, which of the Dayanim said Chayiv and which Dayan said that he's Zakai. The Bavli brings the Pasuk in Chumash, like Selech Rachel Ba'amecha, do not go as a gossip monger amongst your people. And the reason for this is because when the Baldin finds out which of the Dayanim were Mechai of him, he will, be, of course, naturally be upset against them. And therefore, this is Rechilas that causes difficulties in interpersonal relationships in Ben Adam Lechaveroi, and this is what the Torah forbid it. Begins the Gemara, Gomer es Amr Rabbi Yochanan Kaifen es Hamachayev sheyichtav Zakai. Rabbi Yochanan said that we force the Dayan who wrote Chayev that he should write Zakai. Normally, the Psak of Bezdin is given orally, but the litigants have a right to ask that it be written down. The case over here is that two of the Dayanim said Zakai, he's innocent, and one said Chayev. In this case, we force the one who said Chayev to also write Zakai. And therefore, on the written Psaktin, it will say that every Dayan said that he is Zakai. And the truth is that vice versa is the same thing. If two of them said Chayev and one said Zakai, we force the one who said Zakai to also write Chayev. And then the Psaktin will come out that all of the Dayanim said Chayev. However, on this, there is a machlokas, because Rish Lakish disagrees. Rav Shimon ben Lakish Omar, HaMachayev, Christ of Chayev, the one who said he's Chayev, writes down in the written Psak Din that he's Chayev, as we turn to the Chof Hei, Omid Aleph, and the one 
who said he's innocent, writes Zaka. We don't force anyone to write something against what he believes in. The reason for Rishlokish's opinion, we will see in a few lines in the Gemara. Now the Gemara asks Akasha from our Mishnah, because what do you do with the Indian of Rechilis? Masnita pligal Rishlokish. Our Mishnah disagrees with Rishlokish, and Rishlokish will have to answer our Mishnah. Minayin how do we know when he comes out of Bezdin? Lo yoimer, he shouldn't say, Ani mezake v'chaveri mechaivin. I'm mezake and my friends are mechaivin. Why? Because of lo yiselech rochel ba'mecha. Or as our Mishnah brought down the Pasuk in Mishlei, hoilech rochel megalah soiv. So if you write, what's the difference if you say it or if you write it down? If the Baldin will know that these two Dayanim said chayiv and the other one said Potter, the other one said, is Mizakahim. So he'll also be angry at the Dayanim who said that he is Chayiv. So why isn't that Loiselech Rachel? So the Gemara says, Ma Ovid law, and here we have a change of gears. According to the Corbinate and the Pnei Moshe, we leave it the way the Gemara says now, Rabbi Yachanan, they have a whole shot in the Sugya. We will go with the Tzofnes Panech and the Ridvaz who say, that instead of Rabbi Yechel, we should write Rishlokish here. Ma Ovid lo Rishlokish. What does Rishlokish do with the Mishnah? There's an open steer against what Rishlokish said from our Mishnah concerning Rechilus. So uh, Rishlokish answers, the lo man who meymar, because there should not be a dying who says, kama boys mezakal how much I wish that the verdict would have been like the, this person for schus. I wish it would have turned, and I wish I could have been the one who would bring about the apsak of schus, bedina, in the din. But Veloy Shafkunli, my other two dayanim, did not allow me. They voted against me. Says Rishlokish, that's Rechilas. When you try to shift the blame to the other two dayanim, and you are showing yourself as being on the side of this litigant, so that is Rechilus against the two other Dayanim. That's what is prohibited, but that they should know who said what, written down, where you're not trying to actively shift the blame to the other two Dayanim who said Chayiv, that is not considered Rechilus. Now the Gemara asks, my time at the Rishlokish, what's the reason of Rishlokish? Why is Rishlokish so adamant to say that they have to write down exactly what they pasket? Even though he has an answer concerning Rechilus, but it was, why, avo- why get into the whole Indian of Rechilus? Let's avoid it. And let's do what the Tanakhama says, that um, everyone will write either Chayv or everyone will write uh, Zakai. So the Gemara says, because this dying who said Zakai, he is worried about the following, that someone else should not come. He will also hold like this single dying that it's Zakai. But as far as he knows, this dying says Chayev. That's what's written down according to the Tanakhama. V'yemar, and he will say, this other dying who's coming upon the scene will say, Uf plan havetamon. That third dine was also there. Uf hota. He also made the mistake. So the dine who said zechus, he was mezakehim. That dine is worried that another dine will come along and say that 
he was part of the three who paskened Chayiv, and he also made a mistake. And in order to avoid this, we have every dying write down what he paskened. And Rosh Lagash holds that that is not Rechilas, as we explained, and this avoids that the other dying will think that this dying is an Amoretz like the other two, because that's what this dying feels, that they paskened the wrong psak. And he will not think that the third dying also paskened the wrong psak. This is the swara of Rish Lakish. Continues the mission of Halacha Yudalev. Calls Manchu As long as he bring, it takes for him to bring a proof for his side, Saiser Sedin, he's able to overturn the psak din, the verdict that was made against him. In other words, the Mishnah is telling us there's no statute of limitations. He can bring the Raya, and he soistered the Din. Amru if they told him, all the proofs that you have you should bring within the next 30 days. And the Tverish Yisrael says that this was done on a special reason. In other words, normally we don't tell him 30 days, but here there was some special reason that we uh, had to tell him to bring it within 30 days. So then the halacha is, hey, if he brought it within 30 days, he's able to uh, uproot the psak din. But after 30 days, he's not able to uproot the din and he, the din remains intact. And the reason is because if he would have had these Adim or this Raya, he should have brought it within the 30 days. If he brings it only after 30 days, it seems to us that he hired false Adim or the proof was Mizuyif. It wasn't an authentic proof. And that's why the Tanakama holds that he doesn't have the power to change the Psak Din. However, Reb Shem Gamliel disagrees. I'm Reb Shem Gamliel. What should this person do if within 30 days he didn't find it and he was looking for Adim, he didn't find it for 30 days, and after 30 days he did find some Adim on his side. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is not Chayish that it was Mazuyev. He's not Chayish that he hired false witnesses or that the uh, evidence on his side is Mazuyev. It's uh, forged. It's not accurate. We're not choshish for that. It happens that a person is not able to find it within 30 days, and he finds it after 30 days. Begins the Gemara, Kosman, who may be Raya. And now the Gemara is going to discuss the following question. Normally, a person is allowed to request, one of the lit- litigants can request, more Dayonim to sit on the Bezin. As long as there's an odd number. Normally it's three, but he can ask for five, seven, nine, etc. The question is, in our Mishnah, where the Psak Din has already been rendered, and he is bringing proofs after the Psak Din is rendered, can he also request to add on more Dayonim? The Or Sameach in Hilchas Sanhedrin, Perik Tes, Halachabes, explains all the sphoris in the Gemara that we're going to learn now. For example, why would the litigant want to add more Dayanim in our case? Says the Or Sameach, because 
if he brings new evidence, he may feel that the original three Dayanim are biased against him. They will not look at this proof in a uh, objective manner because they've already rendered a psaq. They don't want this evidence to uh, change the psaq for which they have given. So the litigant may want more judges involved in the case. That's the question of the Gomorrah. Does he have a right to ask for more Dayanim? So Amar Rabbi Yishia, Rabbi Yishia said, Tamon, over there in a regular case where the judges are debating the merits of each of the litigants, Sheafshalan Lahaisav Danin, they are able to add more judges. Why? Because Elu Keneged Elu. Tamon over there, Sheafshalan Lahaisav. Why? Because done in Elu connected Elu. Over there in a case where they have not yet rendered a psaq, we can add Dayanim. Why? Because we're in the middle of the debate. Done in Elu connected Elu. The ones who say Zakai are debating against the ones that say Chayiv. So that's appropriate that we can add more Dayanim. There's no Zilus Debeidina. We're not casting any aspersions on the original three Dayanim. But in the question that you were discussing, whether in a case where he's going to bring after the Psak did more evidence, and he also wants to add more Dayanim, there, by adding more Dayanim, it will cause a affront to the honor of the original three Dayanim. Because people will say they had to add more Dayanim because the original Dayanim were incompetent. That's what the Orsamech explains. And especially if, because of the evidence, the Psak of the Bezin will be overturned, says the Orsmech, so certainly people will say, ah, you see, they added more Dayanim. Those were expert Dayanim. The original ones were incompetent. And look, they overturned the Psak. So because of the Zelus of the Beidina, because of the affront to the honor of the first three, here Rav Oishia says, here you cannot add any more Dayana. However, Rabbi Yechel Rashlakish disagree. Tareyun, Marin, they both say, even in the case where he brings proofs after the Psaktin has been rendered, you are able to add, explains Dor Samech, because in this case you're not replacing the Dayanim, you're adding to the original Dayanim. Therefore, people will not think that the original Dayanim are incompetent because they're still part of the Bezdin. And therefore, there is no Zelus to the Beidina. Everyone will understand that the reason if the Psak is overturned was because new convincing evidence was presented to the court. And because of that, they changed the Psak. And therefore, Afilohacha they are able to add more judges, even though this will might overturn the psakdin. Begins the next mission. If during the trial, Omruloy they told the litigant, Have Adam bring Adam. Omar and he said, Ainly Adam, I don't have any witnesses. Have Raya bring a proof. Omar and he said, Ainly Raya, I don't have any more evidence. And after some time, he found witnesses or he found a proof. So the Tanakhama says, this is worthless. Says the Korban Eidam, a few lines down from where we are in the Gemara, in the right-hand column. He said, I don't have. We're 
Choshesh were worried that maybe he manufactured this proof, or he hired false witnesses because he told us he doesn't have witnesses, he doesn't have a raya. So it's ain't a club. It's worthless. Amr Rav Shimon Gamliel, back to the Mishnah. Rav Shimon Gamliel said, What should we do if someone didn't know that there were witnesses? For example, they were in Medina Sayyam. They were in another country. He did, he was not aware of them. And then they came forward and they said, We know this Adis on your behalf. Or, says Rav Shimon Gamliel, he didn't know that he had a good proof, good evidence. Umatsuraya. And someone came forward and said, I have a raya, have evidence that you are right. So why should we disqualify him just because he thought Ainli Adim or Ainli Raya? And therefore Shimon Gamliel says, We do accept these Adim and we do accept the Raya. Continues the Mishnah. Amrullah have Adim, the Bezdin said to him during the trial, bring witnesses. Omar Ainli Adim, he said, I don't have any witnesses. Havi Raya, the Bezdin told him, bring proof. Omar Ainli Raya, and he said, I don't have a proof. Ra Shahumishayev, he saw that the judgment was turning against him, that the other party was going to win, and then suddenly he remembered that he has witnesses. For Omar, he said to the Bezdin, Kirvuish Pliny Pliny. Bring close to the Bezdin here that person and that person, Vehiduni, and let them testify on my behalf. Or he brought a proof from under his Apundasi, which the carbonator has two shot. The one is his belt, and the second shot is a malbush that he wears near his um, flesh, in other words, uh, like an undershirt. This is worthless. And here, even Rav Shem Gamliel will be molded that it's worthless. Let us see the Korban Eida. Kirvu Ploini Uploini. Bring close these two people to be my witnesses. Boha, I feel Rav Shem Gamliel might. In this case, even Rav Shem Ben Gamliel will agree that these Eidim or this evidence is worthless. Why? Shekiv and Shehoyedeabahed. Five minutes ago, he knew that they have that he has these two Adim. And he says, I don't have any Adim, or I don't have any evidence. So then Shakranu, he's a liar. The only reason that he brought them forward is because he saw that the din was turning against him. Because if he didn't do it because of that reason, then why didn't he bring these Adim five, ten minutes before? Before he saw that the din is going against him. So therefore, we even Rav Shimon ben Gamliel will agree that here certainly we're worried that he hired these false witnesses. This was his backup in case the din goes against him or he manufactured this false uh, evidence. And therefore, the Tanakam and Rav Shimon Gamliel are both moida that that these Adam and this evidence is worthless. Before we continue in the Gemara, we should point out the words of the Pnei Moshe in the left-hand column, seven lines before the end of the Amud, in the middle of the line. When the Gemara was discussing the litigant who said, Kirvu ish duni, where we said that Rav Shimon Gamliel is moted to the Chacham and to the Tanakama, that it's worthless because he's a liar and he had the Adam with him 
why didn't he present it before he saw that the din is going against them? Says the Pnei Moshe, the Dafka Bekahai Gavna. When is it worthless? That's only in this case. Shahoyu Adam Imo. He had to aid him with him. Now, as they were in court, and he said, Bring these two individuals here to testify on my behalf. Or Varaya Etzloi, the evidence was right with him. He produced it from his belt. Then Reb Shem Gamliel agrees to the Tanakhama that it's worthless edus, it's worthless evidence. Avil imboloi edim medina sayam, but if edim came from a far-off country, oishahoyu raya shel aviv, mufkodin etzel acherim, or the proof, the evidence for his father's case, which will give him this chus in this case, they were mufkodin etzel acherim. They were in the possession of others that his father had given the evidence to others. And the other person brought it to this person, then he could be so, so he could uproot the Psakdin. He could claim and say, That which I said, I have no evidence, I have no Eidim, because they were not available to me at that time. I only found out about them later when the people returned from their trip to Medina Siyam, when this person stepped forward and said, I have this, I have evidence that your father entrusted with me. I only became known of it. And in fact, in this halacha, it's not only Rav Shimon Gamliel, but as we'll see on Ahmed Beis, even the Tanakhama is moited to Rav Shimon ben Gamliel, that where a person can bring proof that he was totally unaware of this existing edus or this existing evidence, then the Tanakam is moited to Rav Gamliel that this is considered valid edus, it is considered valid evidence. Where is the Machloik? Is Rav Gamliel in the Chachamim? When the person says, I didn't know about it, so if, but he doesn't bring proof that he didn't know about it. Like, let's say someone in his city, he didn't know about the Edom in his city. So there we can suspect that uh, he knew about them. But in Medina Sayyam, those Edom is like a proof that he didn't know about them. So the Machloik is where he can't bring proof that he didn't know. He's just saying he didn't know. Or we say on his behalf that he didn't know. But where he actually brings proof, then even the Chachamim, the Tanakam, is mighty to Rabshim and Gamaliel, that we do accept that edus, we do accept that evidence. Begins the Gemara. Um, we're going to have now three Amaroyim who will tell us who do we paskin like Rabshim and Gamaliel or the Chachamim. The first two Amaroyim are in Ahmed Aleph, and they are going in the sheet of Rabshim and Ben Gamaliel. The third Amar is on Ahmed Beis, and he is going according to the Tanikama. Begins the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, Rabbi Yochanan Mishem Rabbi Yishia, Tlos Amar Roin. There are three Amar Roin. Chad Amar one says, Kolzman Shemevi Raya Soiser Sadin. Whenever he brings a proof, he can be so sorry, he can uproot the din. This is going according to the sheet of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who says that there is no time limit. He, he can always say, I didn't know about this, and I just found out about it. V'chad Omar, and one says, again, according to Rav Shimon Gamaliel, hey, if he brings his proof within 30 days, he can uproot the din. But after 30 days, then he cannot uproot the din. 
and the Gemara is going to ask on this that we don't see this 30-day limitation in the words of Rav Shimon Gamliel. So how can you go in Rav Shimon Gamliel and say that it's only for 30 days? As we turn to Amit days, the Chadam, or the third Amara says that we pass like the Tanakhama. And Lo'olam ain't soicer. You can never be soicer the din by bringing a proof after the din was given. At Yavi Raya, until he brings a proof, that he didn't know anything about this Adis or anything about this evidence. As the Pnei Moshe explained on Amid Aleph, which we learned inside, that concerning Adis, the Adis came in Dina Sayyam. They were away in a different country, and he didn't know anything about it. That's considered proof that he didn't know anything about it, Medina Sayyam. Or concerning evidence, a person came forward and said that your father entrusted this evidence with me, and I'm presenting it to you now. So that's also a proof that he didn't know anything about it before. So then the Chachamim will be moide, the Tanakama will agree with Rav Shimon Gamliel, that if he brings such proof, then Enechanami, he is able to be Soyser Din. But lacking that proof, just because he says, I didn't know about it, that's not good enough. And Rav Shimon Gamliel holds, even if he says that it's uh, something I just found out, even though he didn't bring any proof to that, it is Soyser Es Hadin. Now the Gemara is going to ask on the second opinion that there's a limitation of 30 days, what Nina, and we learned in our Mishnah. Amar Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel said, What should he do if he didn't know that he had Adim and he found Adim? Or that he has evidence he didn't know, and he found the Raya. So in that part of the Mishnah, in the words of Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, it doesn't say any limitation of 30 days. It just says that any time afterwards he can be soicer din. So this is a question that remains unresolved against the second opinion that's going like Rav Shimon Gamliel, but gives a limitation of 30 days. And now we have a machlokas in the third sheet uh, that we brought above of the Tanakama, where the Tanakama said that we will believe him if he can bring a proof that he never knew about this adis or about this evidence. However, this does not always work. Rabloh or Rabzeira. There is a machlok between Rabloh and Rabzeira when it will not work to bring evidence that he didn't know anything about it. Chad Omer Achiyivatl Rayasov. One of these two say until he nullifies the evidence. In other words, if he nullified any future evidence that he will bring, even if later he can prove that he didn't know about these Aden Bemdina Sayyam, he didn't know about the person who his father entrusted with this evidence would would make him the Zakai. But if he had nullified it before then, he said any future testimony or evidence is null and void, then even if he can prove that he didn't know about it, it doesn't matter, Bezdin will not accept it. The Chadomer, one of these two, Rav Lo or Rav Zeira, said, no, you don't need Yivatel Rayasov, but even if he denies his Adis, in other words, he tells Bezdin, 
I deny that I will ever have any Adis. It won't come from anywhere in the world. So even if later he can prove that he didn't know about this Adis, or he didn't know about this evidence, it doesn't matter. Since he was Kaifer, he denied that he's ever going to be able to have any Adis or any evidence. So then we do not accept his Adis. We are Choshesh. According to the Mandiyamr Yivatl Rayoisov, according to the Mandiyamr Yichbar Rayoisov, Ruchoshesh, that the Adim are hired to lie and the proof was manufactured because he was Mivatl his Rayas, or according to the other Mandiyamr, he denied his Rayas. The Gemara relates two stories connected to our Sugya. Rabblevi Havale Din in Khadbarnash, Rablevi had a Dintoro with a certain person, Al Asik Batim concerning houses. Vahavadain in Kumi Rablazar and the din was taking place in front of Rablazar. Laacha Gmar Din Hevi Raya after the Gmar Din was rendered, so Rablevi brought a Raya on his own behalf. Shaul Rabyachan, he asked Rabyachanan is this Raya accepted after the Gemar Din? Omar Lay, so Rabbi Yochanan answered, yes, Kozman Shmevi Raya, so I said, As long as he brings a proof, there's no statute of limitations, he can be soicer the Din. And now we have a second similar story. Rav Avmochis Havale Din in Mechad Barnash, he had a Din Torah with a certain person, Al Asik Rechaya, concerning Mills. Vahavan Idain and Kumi Rablazer. They had a case in front of Rablazer. Laach Gemar Din, after the Gemar Din, Hevi Edim, he brought Edim Shol Rabbi Yochanan. He asked Rabbi Yochanan, Are these Edim accepted after the Gemar Din? Omar Lei, Adayin Atlazu. So he said, Rabbi Yochanan said to him, do you still need this psak? I gave you the psak before. Kozman, Shemevi Raya, Soyser Sadin. Whenever he will bring a riot, there's no statute of limitations, he can be Soyser Sadin. So the Gemara asks, Velama train of then why did Rabbi Lazar ask Rabbi Yochanan two times in the case of Rabbi Levi and in the case of Rav Avmachis? Why did he ask the same question two times if the Raya or the Edim are accepted after the Gemara didn't? The Gemara says there is a difference between the two cases. Rabbi Levi, in the case of Rabbi Levi, Lois Avad Lezardin, the Gzardin had not yet been made. Rab Avmachis, by Rab Avmachis, is Avid Lake Zardin. The Zardin was made, so he had a second question, even after the Psak Din, can you bring Adam or Araya and be Mavatal the Din? But in the first case of Rablevi, there was not yet a Zardin, so he wasn't sure if the Psak of Rab would apply to the second case where there was a Zardin as well or not. We should point out that in these two stories, both Rablevi and Rav Avmachis lost the case. And each one brought a raya after they lost the case. Now, what does the Gemara mean over here that by Rablevi, Lois Avid Zardin, and by Rav Avmachis, it's Avid Zardin? If we look at the case of Rablevi, it says in the story there, La'achar Gmardin Hevi Raya. He brought, Rabbi Levi brought a proof on his own behalf after the Gemar Din. What does the Gemar mean over your lawyer? Savad Din. There was a Gemar Din. So the Pnei Moshe explains, yes, in both cases of Rabbi Levi and Rav Avmachis, there was a Psak Din rendered by Bezdin. But was it implemented or not? 
So in the case of Rebbe Levi, it was not yet implemented. In other words, Rebbe Levi did not pay his co-litigant what he had to pay according to the original Psakdin. So Rebbe Lozer thought maybe only in that case can Rebbe Levi bring a proof after the Gemardin because the Gemardin was not yet implemented. However, in the case of Rav Nochis, when he lost his Din Torah, he actually paid to the other litigant. So Rebbe Lozer had this question to Rabbi Yechelen, maybe over there he's not able to bring Adim or Araya after the Zardin was implemented, it's Avid Lake Zardin, and, and Rabbi Yochanan told him, no, whether it was implemented or not, the halacha is, Kozman Shmeviraya, Soiser Hadin. The next Gemara does not seem to have a connection to the previous Gemara that we learned. However, perhaps there is a connection because the next Gemara speaks about a henpick or a judicial certification, also known as Ishur Hadayonin. And uh, here, uh, one of the litigants is trying to oppose the signatures of the Adim on the original judicial certification. And uh, therefore, it's similar to the Gemara before, where we are trying to be so certain after the Psakdin was rendered. Begins the Gemara, Ishur Adayanim, judicial certification, also known as Henpik. Mao Bezin, does it require the agreement of the present Bezdin in front of whom this Ishur Hadayanim is being presented? In, let's, in other words, let's say somebody says it's a forgery. So Ishra Dayanin, does it require another certification? One can ask, if it requires another certification, what was the purpose of the original certification? And the answer is because the original certification, the handpick, meant only that we validate the signatures of the two Adam. In other words, another two Adam come and say that we recognize their signatures. However, when this is presented in another Besden, perhaps the original signatures are not able to be validated by anybody in the city. No one is familiar with these signatures, and therefore a person will say, well, maybe this is all a forgery. So we give a better chance through a second validation because we're including the three Dayanim as well. That's what the second uh, validation accomplishes, that now we can find Adem not only for the original signatures of, of the Adem, but we can find Adem on the signatures of the three Dayanim. So it makes it more able, easier to uh, thwart any talk of a forgery. Begins the Gemara, Ishra Dayanim, Maushe Yehitzar Bezdin. So we have a machloikis, what did Shmuel hold? Rabbi Shibashem Shmuel and Rabbana Bishem Shmuel. There was two different opinions of what Shmuel held. Chad Omer Yiskayim Oibiksav Yidei Eidim Oibiksav Yidei Adayadim. The one opinion said that Shmuel said that we need two Eidim either for the original signatures of the original Eidim or for the original signatures of the three Dayanim. As we said, this is what the second uh, certification validation accomplishes, that we're giving an opportunity to have Adem not only on the original Adem, but on the Dayanim as well. But you need two Adem 
on the two original Adim, or you need two Adim on the three Dayanim. But even if you have only one edus that is validated presently, and you have only one dying that's validated presently, that's enough. As the Pnei Moshe concludes this Perik, the Sviralei, Eid V'dayin, Mitzar from Bekiyam. This sheet in Shmuel holds that an Eid and a dying could come together, be Mitzarif, in the Kiyam, invalidating that this is a authentic Ishur Hadayonim, it's a, an authentic henpick, even one aid and one dayan. Hadrun Allah Perik Zeboirer, Hadrun Allah Perik Zeboirer, Hadrun Allah Perik Zeboirer. At the beginning of this Perik, we will be discussing three types of questions that are asked to the Adim. Chakiros, Derishos, and Bedikos. What are Chakiros, Rishos, and Bedikos. Chakiros are questions which establish the time and place. In the case of Dini Mominus, it would be the time and place when the loan was made. In the case of Dini Nefoshis, it would be the time and place where the murder took place. Rishos are inquiries. How much was the loan? What type of loan was given for what purpose? And finally, bedikos are examinations. What color shirt was the Malva wearing? What color shirt was the Lova wearing? What color shirt was the murderer wearing? Let us begin our Mishnah. Whether it's Dini Mominus or whether it's Dini Nefoshis, Minah Torah, there are Drishos and Chakiros. Shenemar Mishpat Echad Yielachem. The Pasik is speaking about both Dina Nefarshis and Dina Mominus, and it says concerning both of them there should be one rule for both Dina Mominus and Dina Nefarshis. Let us look at the Korbina Ada, the first one. Divya Maskal Echad Bedrish Vakira, Shahikrim Saidim, Shenemar Mishpat Echad Yielachem, Ubidini Nefarshis, Ksiva Darashta Vakarto. We find by Dina Nefoshis questions of Jerisha and questions of Chakira. And since the Pasuk says, Mishpat Echad Yielachem, so not only does the Durashtav Chakarta apply to Dina Nefoshis, but it also applies to Dine Mominus. Let us look at the Pnei Moshe here, very important Pnei Moshe, on the third line of the Pnei Moshe. Says the Pnei Moshe, this is Midaraisa, that which we say, Vidarashtu applies not only to Dinin Nefarshis, but also to Dinin Mominus, that's Midaraisa. But our Chachamim said, that by Dinin Mominus we do not require Drishu Chakira. Why? So that the door is not closed from the people who would give out loans. Because if the Malva has to go through for his aid the Madrisha Hakira process, where something might happen, an aid could forget, he might say the wrong thing, and then his whole claim to get repaid from the Lova will be invalidated. He will not want to give out loans in the future. So since the door could close in front of those who want to take a loan, Chazal said that Dina Mominus do not require Drisha Vachakira. Elim Maruma, unless it appears to the Bezdin that this is a false din, 
that someone is lying here, so then they can investigate through Drisha V'chakira. Now, what are Drisha V'chakira? Says the Pnei Marisha, but Drisha V'chakira, he has Shiloh B'nyan That's about what actually took place. In the case of Dini Mominus, about a loan. Kagon, Kamahilvo, how much did he lend him? That's a Drisha question. Umosai Hilvo, when did he lend it to him? That's a Chakira question, because Chakira is time and place. And in what circumstance did he lend it to him? What was the loan for? And in what place did he lend him? Again, that's a Chakira question. That's a Drisha question. As we spoke out in the to the Mishnah, there's another kind of question which is called Bedika, which is an examination. It's not about, for example, the loan itself. What was the Malva wearing? Was he wearing black clothing? Was he wearing white clothing? When the Malva made the loan, was he standing or was he sitting? So these are all details in exactly what took place, but it's not about the actual loan itself, and it's not about the time and the place, which would be a Chakira. Continues the Mishnah, What differences are there between Dini Mominus and Dini Nefoshis? And actually from here until this Perik Halacha Zion, the Mishnayis enumerate ten chilukim between Dini Nefoshis and Dini Mominus. The first one is, Dine Mominus B'Shloisha, Dine Nefoshis B'Esrim B'Shloisha. As we've learned at the beginning of our Masechta, that Dini Mominus is three Dayanim, and Dini Nefoshis is 23 Dayanim. So that's the first chilik between Dini Mominus and Dini Nefoshis. Dini Mominus P'Yishchem B'Ein L'Schus B'Ein L'Chayva. By Dini Mominus, when they begin to debate what the Psach should be in this Dini Mominus, so the judges open up either with a schus or with a chayva. We'll see in the Pnei Moshe what this means. By Dini Nefashis, we always start to find merit to the defendant, and we don't start with a chov against him. Says the Pnei Moshe, three lines before it gets very wide. Ma ben dini mominus, the afal gav de shavim midrish v'chakir minatayra, even though midaraisa, they are equal. Dini mominus and dini nefashis concerning drish v'chakir, as we learned at the beginning of our Mishnah, mikol makam, le'inyan mili detali b'schus v'chayva e'en l'ashroisim. But concerning something that is dependent on merit or debit, as chus or chayva against the defendant, you cannot compare them. Ain Why do I shayich It's not possible. Why? Because there's two litigants, and what's a schus for one is a chay for the other. Whereas by dinim nefashis, there's only one defendant, and uh, by him we could either start with schus or chayva. The Mishnah teaches us that we begin with schus. By dinim mominus. Either the, the uh, litigant we can start with because what's a schus for him is a chay for the other, and vice versa, what's a schus for the second one is a chay for the first one. So either litigant we can begin uh, debating who's chay to whom, but by dinin the fascist we always start with 
سبز خاص